black people are leery about being the first of any to sign up or line up for any new drug that's being released. Okay. Okay. When you consider the history of what has happened to us, when you consider the present day, we have so many pre-existing conditions in our communities. The government and no one is lining up to, to resolve those issues. Why are you? Why do you want us to be the first to take this drug? So for a lot of us, it's been trauma. It's been a lot of issues there to where we're hesitant. And there's a fear. You think of how many people generations prior in our community who don't even want to go to the doctor, right? Because of issues with that. I mean, you consider what black women deal with it with pregnancy, right? Right. It's trauma, it's bad experiences, and it's one of the reasons why black people say, you know what, I'll catch it on the second, maybe third wave. Yep, this is Caesar Walker, the Cool Calm Collective One. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! We finna cool! Watch it, can you Peace and blessings, beloveds. You're hearing my voice. Gatry's here. Black is here. Everyone is here. We also want to shout out all of our listeners, both new and old. And guys, if you haven't already, please, please subscribe, follow us on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this podcast on. Be sure to check us out on social media. We're on IG and Twitter at The Tipping Point. And please, Gatry, the website, which lists our YouTube, which also, by the way, if you're watching our videos, like and subscribe, please. That helps us out a ton. And all of that is on our website, which is get the tipping That's T-H-A tipping And with that, let's begin episode 104. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm doing fantastic, Walker. And why is that? Because it's a Friday night. I'm in the studio with you and Black and um, I just feel good. I don't take these opportunities for granted, Walker. I don't. You're just thankful, huh? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Is that okay? That's or should I? Happy okay. holidays. Hey, hey, right back at you, bro. You want to talk about traditions? <laughs> How about we do that next week? <laughs> oh, are you open to the conversation? Um, After the holiday? Sure. <laughs> at any rate, Walker, speaking of YouTube, we picked up another subscriber this week. Okay. Black. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen, Walker. Don't look at me like that. I count them all, man. I count them all. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hey, hating. We're at a strong 20 right now. We're going to look back and laugh at this 20 and be like, man, you remember we got 20 subscribers? When we get to 22? When we get to 20,000. Okay. okay. Hey, I'm with you. Hey, claim that. Right, you hey, I receive me, it. You taught me that, Walker. Speaking into existence. I ain't mad at you. Uh, hey. So, so what else is good? So, Walker, um, there's a lot going on, okay? And uh, I want to talk about Christmas prep, if I can. Okay? Okay. All right. So, you know, we got two two small boys or whatever. So Christmas is a huge deal in our house. Christmas gets amplified with kids, right? Um, so I did... Uh, two things happened this week, Walker, that are highly notable. One, um, I secured my wife's Christmas present. Okay? You want to know where I had to go to get it? Where? Saks Fifth Avenue. You talk about a dude who was super uncomfortable going into this uh, exclusive boutique 
of uh, high price tangible goods. Why are you I know, I know, Walker. You're looking at me. You're looking at this because you're Mr. Moneybags. You stop by Saks. You know, Here you know, every other day. You know, just to pick up some new. What is it, dude? I, didn't you buy a Louis Vuitton toothbrush holder? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a patient man. I'll wait. I'll wait for you to finish up. But no, Walker. Like, and, and, I got a wallet out of the store. Still okay. okay. So. <laughs> Let me tell you what I do. I know my wife. Well, she doesn't listen to this, so she wanted. She wanted a, a Louis. She, she wants some Louis, right? Okay. So I walk in, and there's a lady that comes up, of course, <laughs> because we gotta we gotta intercept all the black people that walk in. <laughs> or it just could be jokes, customer service. Jokes. It was customer could. service. <laughs> I said that it did. It did exactly what I wanted to do. Thank you guys. Um, I'll be here all weekend, by the way. But no, uh, she intercepts we, we won't me. Leave. <laughs> Continue. She intercepts me and she says, hey, sir, is there anything else I can help you with? And, or is there anything I can help you with? Excuse me. I was like, yeah, um, I'm trying to get some Louis V for my wife for Christmas. Do you know what she wants specifically? Or? I, I have an idea. She gave me a range of things. Oh, OK. She knows she knows how to get what she wants out of me. I mean, you got to give me options, right? Um, so she says, OK, well, you should visit our Louis Vuitton store. And so my question is, well, how do I get there? <laughs> <laughs> that's why she approached you because you looked lost i looked out of place dude it's so it's she, right there she smirks <laughs> she should she smirks i think she thinks i'm joking but i'm dead serious and so she kind of she, she does not know at all that you are a real life doof right right okay. and so she kind of does she kind of does and y'all can't y'all can't see me realistic audio but she extends her right arm out and kind of does one of these gestures you know like hey just turn your body a little bit this way and you'll see this louis vuitton Huge. store that's impossible to miss it's so all like oh and of course i had to follow up with the dad joke how long has that been there <laughs> nice recovery by the way right right i just had to you know so uh anyway she uh she did not get a kick out of the second joke she did not no That's hilarious no. so so did i walk over there and i got my phone because i got several things that i can choose from that she wants right and so I'm, I'm literally there on my phone right here, walking through, like trying to make eye contact. Cause my thing is like, I want to be in and out of here in 15 minutes. I'm not trying to stay in here long. I get retail anxiety on a major scale. Yes. If I'm not shopping for TVs or golf equipment, get me out of here. Um, so it, well, let me explain that Walker. Let me, let me unpack that. When I have to go somewhere and shop, if I'm shopping on my mobile or you know on this MacBook thing, oh yeah, okay. I can, Cause I can close this. Yeah, but when you go into an actual retail store, that's when it kicks in. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just like, <clears throat> how quickly can we get in and out? So I'm looking for any of these things, any of these images she sent me on the phone. If anything pops up, okay, give me that. Right. So um, I was able to find actually two things, but Walker, the pricing structure of Louis Vuitton must be talked about. Holy moly. <laughs> Language. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Well, Walker, really? You, you didn't see that coming, huh? I knew. I had an idea it was expensive, but I mean, we're in a pandemic for Pete's sake. Was that got <laughs> Another curse word. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what do you mean? There was some stuff in there for 15 grand. Y'all got it. 
my wife didn't get anything for 15 grand. Y'all got it though. That doesn't mean I'm spending it on that type of fabric. Well, whatever. I'm just saying, don't act, don't sit up and act like you had to walk out the store empty handed. You you got it. But Walker, how does somebody like you shop here on a weekly basis like you do? <laughs> it's okay, buddy Max. You come in here with your uh with your hoodie on and your black jeans, try to look normal, but we know how you roll. <laughs> We've seen you. This is normal. <laughs> no, it's not. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I was able to get something real quick and um Upon purchasing it, I was asked if I wanted it wrapped. And I was like, of course I do. What are you talking about? Nickel I wish, and I wish I had a drum roll here. Dude, it cost me $70. You pay for that? Of course. I'm not about to wrap it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was wrapped in like, it was wrapped in like Louis stuff. Don't care. Okay. Well. Don't care. $70 se- for gift $70, wrap? $70, dude. $70. Nah, did you tell did you money. did you tell them to point the gun to your to your your temple or your forehead? Like which like which like you just robbed me, like let me see the gun. Like only, only the best for my wife. Oh, okay. Only the best. And my wife would my wife would be pissed. Mm-mm. But you so you know you can okay, let me give you a hint. Okay. You do know that you can go get a bag from a walk. A Dollar General, even. Do you even know what that story is? You know what a Dollar General is? Walker, I'm gonna ask you something. No, 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 no. I'm gonna ask you something, Walker. Go to Dollar General. I'm not gonna look at you when I ask you this, okay? Dollar General and get a bag. When's the last time you, Walker, put regular gas in your vehicle? That is a that is a ridiculous. It is the same thing. It's the same thing. Think last week. I'm not gonna. No, last week actually. Your luxury import does not accept regular gas, but my wife's Jeep does, and we're one. What's mine is hers. Hers is mine. You ask mine? Yeah, we don't do that. I'm going to take the Jeep. I'm going to take the car. Okay. Any more questions? So you don't own a luxury import? I do. Oh, you was talking about that car. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, take... Yeah, it hits me saying luxury import two times. No, you said that after the fact. Your original question was, when was the last time you put regular gas in your car? Did he say that, Black? Correct. Thank you. Who asked you? <laughs> Walker. <laughs> Just got here. He's been, <laughs> yeah, he's been here as long as you know. Louis Vuitton has, has been in sex. Just anyway, saying. Um, <laughs> the jokes are just abundant today. I mean, it must be something in the air. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, got the got the stuff. Got it wrapped. Got up out of there. Twenty seven minutes. Yes, I clocked it. Um, okay, so let me tell you about YG. All right, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I should be more proud about this than what I got from my wife, but I am. And Black, you know a little bit about this, dude. We were able, through the gracious efforts of a close friend of mine, we were able to secure a PS5 for the kid. Wow. Now, now, I feel like it ain't like where else do you go from here if you're if you're an eight year old? Oh, he's getting a convertible next year. I mean th- that that's the scale. Has I to think be we're on. in the yeah. in the Learjet by ten. Ah, let's think of more like nine. You know, okay, because we'll be traveling by then, so it, things will be back. So Learjet makes sense at that age. Yeah, gotcha. So, um, <laughs> I hate the looks you give me. I wish people could see you. <laughs> they can now because we're on YouTube where you can like and subscribe. But uh, <laughs> dude, I got so geeked over him being able to get a PS Five. Uh huh. And the thing is, I know how this is going to end up. 
How? Because historically, for me, if I get excited over something I'm either going to get for him or do for him, he hates it. So I know on Christmas morning there's going to be some static, but I don't care. I feel good as a parent. Why right do now. you why? So why are you setting yourself up for that? Why because do you go into it knowing what's about to happen, but you do nothing to change the course of, of events? Because, Walker, I can't turn the emotions off. It's part of my DNA. Yes, you can. How? You do it at work all the time. No, I don't. These emotions come with me. That is not true. That is not true. You know, you you know you keep yourself composed at work when especially when racial questions come your way. Oh, here you go. I'm just saying. How animated can you get during racial questions though? You really? figure you figure out a way. <laughs> you figure out a way to keep it keep it keep it low. Anyway, Walker. <laughs> what? I'm excited about the PS5. More so than him. Did he ask for it? See, that's the thing, like well, YG. That's another thing. Well, here, here, when you get him things he wants, is he excited? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna answer that. I'm gonna answer that. I'm gonna answer that, Walker. I'm yeah, I think you kind of did. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Hear me out, man. I got things to say. I got a microphone here. So, since I'd say since about September ish, he's been on this video game console kick. To the point to where he's like drawing pictures of consoles and things like that. So he goes through periods to where like first it was at first it was an Xbox 360, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. All right. So I still have my old one and we dug it out of the closet, you know, so he could play it or whatever. The, the he's a late bloomer, actually. Yeah, well, the fact that he was that that thing was able to turn on after so many years of inactivity blew my mind. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. he's a late bloomer because usually kids kids get are into in that way before yeah. it. Well, yeah, he's got, he's got a switch, but now he's like ready for big boy consoles. So it started with that, that right? That and it kind of right. worked its way up with the Xbox One, PS3, and you know, which we still have a PS3 by the way. But it just worked itself up. But he went through a period of PS5 to the point to where he took a piece of cardboard, saw a picture of a PS5 controller molded that piece of cardboard to reflect a ps5 controller wow. yeah so like there's a desire there okay but here's the here's the catch here lately he's had exposure to an xbox one so he's been all on the xbox one which is why my wife got what she got right but the thing is here's the thing walker I didn't I didn't I didn't plan to get him a ps5 it's just an opportunity presented itself from through a close friend of mine and the opportunity is there you take it on something so rare as this something you can't just like go to the store and get so i made the executive decision to go ahead and get the ps5 i mean I, it makes sense i'm not mad at you for i don't think it's a bad decision thank you i'm just saying i'm just saying why don't you prepare yourself for him to not be as excited about it as you are mm. and whose personality does he take after you my or her wife, my wife, so you need to well like again what are we talking about it's a ps5 Walker. what are How we do talking you just get about to be like yeah. she has her personality when he, does she he ever has her personality what did i say you said she has her personality he has her no actually he has her personality you'll hear it okay <laughs> he has her personality okay well they're the same person right but my, my oldest son is not a she. <laughs> Yet. Don't do that. I knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. No, just I kidding. I telegraphed that. Just kidding. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But but again, if you know he's like your wife, why are you setting yourself up for him to be like you? Because it's... Because, Walker, it's nostalgic, right? It takes me back. Because I remember being a kid. I remember getting the PS1, opening it Christmas morning. 
and just wanting to it, first the thoughts were it's never going to get better than this in gaming what makes but then you, it's what just like <laughs> what but then it's like the the joy i had like walker i remember not being able to verbally express how excited i was i, that, I mean i was just see here's your I probably problem even cried a little bit like i was shaking. i know you cried i was shaking I, from it from i excitement. know you cried yeah. when did, like okay what's the last time you cried <laughs> before y'all got here <laughs> <laughs> all the time like that's that that means nothing but i'm saying what what makes you think he's not going to have that experience and when he looks back on his childhood he doesn't remember when you bought him a ps5 he's gonna remember he's gonna remember and he's gonna have fond memories of it but that mean, doesn't mean he's going to experience it the same way that you did so or like how you would why does that why can i get excited over that i'm not saying i'm not saying no see here's where you're messing up i'm not saying don't get excited you just want people to experience it like you want them to no, I don't. I don't necessarily have that uh, expectation for him. How did you preface? Because I just story? told you. I just told you. How I know. You I know. Christmas morning is going to be. Where, where's my Xbox One? I know because he's a spoiled brat. I'm. I'm. I'm and me acknowledging that is a uh, is me in turn in in a, in a way preparing, preparing yourself. For, yeah. Okay. But while he's looking for Xbox yourself. One, let me ask you a question. I'm gonna be on the sticks. <laughs> So you're more excited about it because you bought it for something that you bought him something that you would enjoy. I need a, a excellent <laughs> selfish bastard. <laughs> Walker, happy hey, Merry Christmas to yourself. No, Merry Christmas to yourself. You bought your own self a gift. It's not for me. I know, but when he rejects it, you're like, I take it. Walker, Walker. Why'd you got Nintendo? You are the worst. Why'd you got Nintendo Switch two years sick. ago for Christmas? You are sick. You don't think I'd play that when he's not? You're sick. What games you got lined up for it? For uh, the PS5, for PS5 or, or Switch? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> as, as, as we're recording, <laughs> NBA 2K1 is being downloaded. So you lied to me. Well, I don't lie to you. You said there was a chance that you would sell that PS5 to me. Yeah. It sounds a- like there was there was no chance no, 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 ever no, no, that no, was no, going to no, happen. No, no, no. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. If he doesn't like it and insists on having the Xbox One, Black, I'm selling it to you. Because I can't, I, can't, I can't long-term commit to a PS5. You ain't getting it. Thank you. You ain't getting it. How do you figure? You ain't getting it. Did you just I, hear yourself? Hey, what? hey, Black. Hey, Black. By the time he's ready to, to sell it to you or whatever arrangement. <laughs> it'll be out. <laughs> you will have plenty of other opportunities to That's get it. Tr- this is a short you wave. Have pl- this is a short wave. I'll get back to reality at some point. And then the PS5's not going to When have be- you been in reality? <laughs> Our reality. No. I, good clarification. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The timing is perfect because we're leaning up into this Christmas break. I'll have time to tinker around with the PS5, but that's not a long-term commitment. I got podcasts to produce. Black, black. Mm-mm. No, I did not lie to you, Black. I'm serious. It still stands. That's why we. That's why we talked about the pricing of the Xbox One. <clears throat> because if he's, if he's insisting upon it, yeah. Why did sell to you? How come you didn't for give a reduced that? rate? See, this is the guy that's gonna be crying on Christmas Day. Oh, the PS5? If, if that boy cries over a PS5 on Christmas Day. I thought you was preparing yourself. Not for crying, just for him asking to where his <laughs> Xbox One is. Crying is a different thing. He's oh, oh a, I'm ready for that. Is he a crier? Yes, he's really? just like me. Just like me in that regard. Oh, my goodness. 
Wait, what now? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he cries like, a lot. I cried a lot when I was young. I cried for everything. He does when you, when you was young. Well, <laughs> we're comparing apples like, as to it, apples as, it, as if you stopped. I cry for There's nothing wrong with crying, but you cry over. I cry for more tangible, more important reasons now, like Drake, you know, like Drake's album coming up next month. Yes, and the Nocta clothing line from Nike that he's about to launch. anything else you'd like to share no. back to you walker what's going on your side of the uh studio wow i miss saying your side of the internet <clears throat> um no you don't no you don't no you're you're happy we're in the studio um i'm good man this has been a really good week uh been real deep in war rapport which by the way you can find us at the war rapport on youtube it's tw are I'm trying to figure out what the TikTok name. I keep forgetting that part. But no, we're on TikTok too. Yeah, TikTok. We, we do little clips. TikTok there. too. So the dad jokes—they're never ending, aren't they? No, but no, we've I can't been turn them off, and we're growing. I'm excited about the World Report, man. Dude, uh, you should we've, be. We that- picked up a lot of subscriptions um, this week, obviously, because people have been just hungry for content out there. Are um, we going to talk about that later? We can talk about it now if you want. Or we can do later. This is my door. Okay. Okay. No, but that's been good. We've been excited about that. So going back and forth between this, between what we do and the war report, been very busy. Um, How how is that? How is what? You're you're an active contributor in two. Well, our podcast isn't that popular yet, but (laughs) what popular podcast is coming? It's coming. It won me podcast. Like how how do you manage that emotionally? emotionally yeah i mean are you bringing are you well i've seen it so i know the answer to this you are bringing similar energies to each so yeah yeah it's just not to be any different way it's just different it's just different because the 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 way it got birth was two like one you know two of my homeboys they they ran into each other a year ago um one of my homeboys came into town he lives in dc and he just happened to see one of the other guys who does a show with us, saw him out somewhere. And me and him talk Auburn football, you know, the day of the game. You know, we'll talk to each other. We'll talk to each other at halftime, after the game, the whole nine. And we were like, and the other guy was saying, hey, me and another friend of mine, we, who we all knew, we all went to school together. We talk about, we do the same thing. And they were like, well, why don't we just get on on StreamYard and just do the same thing but but we invite people to come into our conversation and that's how it got birth so how long y'all been in the game a year now okay a year now so yeah like we're but really we're starting to take it seriously now okay and we're seeing the opportunities that can come out of it because there's really no one in our in this space that's providing content on the level that we're doing it right like you don't have four friends just talking you know sports or whatever and so for auburn specifically right um and so the feedback we've been getting has been very tremendous and we're seeing it as an opportunity to monetize down the future down the road and it's it's it's, it's fun and okay. it's basically stuff we already do we're just more intentional about it so y'all are into it too man and i love that and i guess the formatting and the structure or one of the notable aspects of it that I like. Yeah. Is, um, and it's TWR yeah. Rapport. That's A-P-P-O-R-T. Can I share yeah. details about the structure? Sure. What the biggest thing I love is a grading. 
Oh, when we do great I position love grades. I love that. Yeah, after the game. I love that. Yeah. And I'm not crazy about Auburn, but it's just the pre- the presentation, the uh the in-depth analysis and the delivery. I'm just I'm in for it. So, I like it, man. Thank you, sir. Thank me, you, sir. So give, that's Let me give y'all something for that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, it's coming along um Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we're celebrating it, but my wife, my wife, we had a conversation this week. She already has her Christmas gift, but here's, here's the thing. When she grew up, Christmas wasn't that, like they celebrated Christmas, but they celebrated differently than how I grew up. I I was into the suspense of, even even though I knew what I was getting, the suspense of getting it on Christmas day. You knew what you were going to get beforehand? Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's unlike your son who thinks he's getting an Xbox One and getting a PS5. Like, I know what I'm Poor getting. Poor kid. I don't yeah. know how he's going to make the it. The setup, huh? I have him on next week to talk about his feelings. No, you're not. Um, but, you know, it's 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 for her, like, if she wanted something, the parents just got it for her. Or she got it. So, Dang. she never got anything. Like, she never had to wait for anything for Christmas. <laughs> so, and that just carried into her adult life. Like, hey, can you get this for me for Christmas? um babe it's october or november or whatever especially black friday it's it's black friday she was like yeah you can get it for me that'd be my christmas gift so i was about to get her because my wife likes um my pair of yeezys i have and she was she loves that zebra print or whatever and so um started to wear them today just for you but anyway um i was going to get them for her because i found them on you know StockX or whatever and of course she's like that's too much when i when i told her the price which it really wasn't when you can when you understand how resale goes yeah um so i was gonna get her some shoes like to kind of almost surprise her in a sense but she's a type that not only is it important that you get her something she likes but the price has to be in her head somewhat acceptable which I was like, well, I will never buy you resale shoes. How about that? Mm, because okay. there's never going to be what you think it should be, right? So she's good. I was like, you sure you don't need anything? So I'm going to get our stuff like stocking stuff, thoughtful things here and go. there. Okay. But yeah, we always do that. But in terms of the gift, she's already gotten it. Wow. So, yeah, it's just different. It's okay. just different. My, my, my wife is different in that no, regard. No, I respect that. Yeah, it, yeah. So for me... um, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll pick out what I want. She was like, yeah, just buy it. Merry Christmas. Cool. It's just different because okay. just as adults, like we don't have kids. So it's weird. And you're making me think about pre-kids and how our Christmas yeah. was structured. Yeah, it, like and we I don't just, need the suspense for yeah. real. But I, with kids. I don't kids, know if we had any gifts under the tree with With kids, we don't. And yeah, we don't do that. I don't like I may, I may surprise her with something in bed in the morning. It's like, hey, Mary, we'll do that thing, you know. But with kids, we'll probably go more to the traditional route of, gotcha. of that whole thing. So, okay. yeah, well, cool. Yeah. So all in all, man, I'm good, man. Okay. Things are well. You're always good, Walker. That's why I love having you here. Prayer list. Do you have, have anybody? Nothing. I have one. I have uh, Keontae Johnson. Um, does that name ring a bell to yeah, you? Yeah, Gator. Yeah, the Florida Gator player who collapsed during a timeout yeah. first half of the game against Florida State a week ago almost. Um, things had gotten real serious, had gotten serious for him initially. He was in a, a coma at one point. 
but he is said to be recovering and actually released something on social media, thanking everyone for their thoughts and prayers and support. And all we're going to do here at the tipping point is continue to shower him with love and prayers and the whole nine. So get well soon, Keontae, uh, pull through. Um, scary situation there for a minute. Very right? scary. Yes. You know, he reeks of Hank Gathers. You remember the story of him? Oh so, my goodness. Um, at 30 for 30. Wild. Yeah. So uh, our prayers for him. We're happy to hear that he's pulling through. It's almost kind of like a somewhat praise report hearing that he's recovering. But yeah. get well soon. Um, you're still in our thoughts and prayers. Um, I do have a praise report. Um, okay. Keisha Knight Pulliam. They're engaged. Yeah. Okay. Got engaged. That kind of stuff can creep on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for, you know, we celebrate. We celebrate right, Black Rudy, Love. See. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So congrats to them. Um, um, her fiance, who's an actor himself, um, they got engaged. So congrats to those two. This is that time of year where, you know. How do you, you think know, Christmas is going to be for them, Walker? What do you mean? I don't know. You think they're going to have anything under the tree? I don't know. Okay. So uh, get your thoughts there. I don't know where you're going with that, but Me neither. okay. <laughs> um You're supposed to take the ball and run with it. You took the ball and gave it back to me. Nope. Didn't want no parts of that. I got sacked for a twenty yard loss. Nope. That was a flea flicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I got. That's the signal I got from the sideline. Um Dort. Discuss your trash. Uh Walker. Okay. <laughs> what is so funny with you, Black? You and that exhale, like, is it that dramatic? I have to prepare myself. I can't just be out here spewing anything. This is a podcast. Crickets. <laughs> no, I control the board. <laughs> Walker. For, we- for now. <laughs> the COVID vaccine was released officially earlier this week. Um, discuss or trash? Let's discuss this. Yes, <laughs> Walker. Let's just get straight to it, okay? We're the black male's perspective. Why don't black people want to do this? You really don't know the answer to that? Hmm? Truly, if I knew the answer, I wouldn't have it as a question here. Okay, fair enough. Um, when you consider what has happened to black people over the past, can we just say what? 50 100 years it's more so. than 50 years let's just let's just let's you're, i know you're talking about the syphilis stuff back in tuskegee yeah okay yeah All like right. when you when you consider the trauma that has been introduced to our community through what we feel to be the medical field right the medical right. science right and experimentation black people are leery about being the first of any to sign up or line up for any new drug that's being released okay When you consider the history of what has happened to us, when you consider the present day, we have pre-existing conditions. Again, we have so many pre-existing conditions in our communities that the government and no one is lining up to to resolve those issues. Why are you why do you want us to be the first to take this drug? So for a lot of us, it's been trauma. It's been a lot of issues there to where we're hesitant and there's a fear. I think, again, you think of how many people generations prior in our community who don't even want to go to the doctor right because of issues with that i mean you consider what black women deal with it with pregnancy right right so there's again it's trauma it's bad experiences and it's one of the reasons why black people say you know what i'll catch it on the second maybe third wave okay let me play devil's advocate here sure 
thinking about, and I want to, I want to call the right name, Black. If you can look that up, because it's not the syphilis trials of Tuskegee, but thinking about that, where a lot of experimental vaccines and things were administered unwillingly to a lot of Black people, right? Uh, I, I think more than a hundred years ago. We're about to get the facts here in a second. Sure. Um, do you think the optics for this are different? In what way? In terms of you don't you don't have droves of black people being detained and forced to take this vaccine, meaning the COVID vaccine. Sure, sure. But but your your point is the trauma linked from things in the past. Right. Okay. Is okay. what gives is what gives that. black people pause, right? Okay. And in saying that, hey, in other words, there's a distrust of our community with with our government. And with these these initiatives to push a vaccine out. Okay. In other words, instead of being first, black people would rather be second, third, whatever, because they want to see how this how this vaccine plays itself out. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Are there There's any some, side some, effects? Some, that, some side effects have been reported. Right. Are yeah. there any side effects? And again, if black people have are known to have pre-existing conditions that are related to other pre-existing conditions, access to healthcare, the whole nine. They don't want to sign up for those side effects if they are severe. Right. So again, I don't think it's it's all just paranoia as it is just you know just just they're just cautious. Just concern. Yeah. There's a concern there, and okay. if we if we're not being if we're not aware of all the facts until after the fact, then you can understand why people would want to wait. Okay. And see how that plays out. Yeah, it's the. Uh Tuskegee syphilis study. Okay. And it said that there was uh, the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male was an unethical clinical study con- conducted between 1932 and 1972. Oh. Yeah. That's 50, more recent than I thought. 50 to 100. Okay. Okay. Well played there, sir. Um, longer than that. So, yeah, I mean, again, just to put it just to, to quite simply, there's. Thanks, Black. We are black people are paranoid of being taken advantage of when it comes to these released vaccines. And with that makes us less likely to want to be the first to sign up for it. Sure. Generally speaking. Okay. Have you been have you been following any I wouldn't say popular, but any opinion of black healthcare providers who urge us to kind of take steps away from that? Sure. What do you think about that? Um, I did not come here prepared to interview you, but let's go. I know, right? This feels good. I bet it does. Um, I'm not mad at it. I just, I just think education is key. Okay. I think you have to educate people. And again, in order to make a, a wise decision, you need as many facts as you can gather. So if you're going to encourage people in this case, in this in this in this context with this vaccine, give people as many facts as you can on the front end so that people can make an intelligent decision about whether or not I should take it now or maybe I may wait till later in the year to take it. Gotcha. That seems fair, Walker. Yeah. That, okay. This is my opinion on it. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not here to say whether or not you should or shouldn't, but just educate yourself and make a, the decision that's necessary for you and your family. Okay. Yeah. Did you see where Pence got it today? Um, I heard about it. I, okay. I didn't, you know. I um, when we when we get our monitor up, we <laughs> we could we could show an image from it. But uh, there's some scrutiny there, Walker. Um, Don't think you got it. 
Well, it, it doesn't look like it. So you know, with a with a typical syringe, mm-hmm. you you push down on the top part with your thumb. Mm-hmm. When it gets to the bottom, all the liquid is expunged into your body, right? Right. Well, it looked like when they approached Pence, that part was already down. So it just seems like it was already down, which means there was no liquid in there. And he just got stuck. Hmm. So essentially stuck with an empty needle <laughs> or syringe, excuse me. So it was it, it was pushing down. It was pushed down when the, when the, the needle when was not pro- in his skin. Right. When when the when the medical professional brandishes the syringe, that top part's already pushed down. You know what a what a what a what a freeze photo. You you, you can you can you can you can assume a lot there. I'm just telling you the what I've been reading. Okay. Okay. I so, haven't seen it. I, I, I know we're not here for conspiracy. I just wanted to share that. Uh, but Joe's getting it next week, so. Okay. We'll see what his syringe looks like. <laughs> Probably the same. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, Yelp. Thank is, you for sharing your thoughts there, Walker. You're welcome. Is it my go? Yeah. HBO Max pulls a Chappelle show. Discuss a trash. I'll discuss it. You sure? This is going to be brief. Okay. All right. Just because, just because I have so much reverence for Dave Chappelle and the impact that he has in entertainment right now. Listen, listen. Um, Dave Chappelle is that guy. He's that guy. I didn't see this one coming. Netflix made sense to me. The timing walker. The about, timing is my only concern about this. Why? why I, if you, I had con, access to HBO concern? Max, yeah. If I had access to HBO Max, I would ask them. Well, Netflix did this weeks ago. What, what's up with you guys? And we only have thoughts. Concern? Yeah, because like, it's legit. It was the week of Thanksgiving we saw that Chappelle thing. You're right. Right. Netflix pulled it. Like mid-production of that. So you thinking because people aren't... Well, I, I don't have no analytics or anything. You think because people already was not watching it that HBO they, Max said, why not just pull it? Maybe. Dave's influential. He encouraged people not to watch. I think people will still watch it. Yeah, and as an HBO Max subscriber, it has been hard for me to scroll over that. Because <laughs> uh, You did. So you did You did ignore, ignore it. Ignore Chappelle show? And, yeah. yeah that's, how, that's how impactful that... Okay. A little piece was he put together because I, I mean, he gave me context, he gave me the background. I, I made the decision that I was not going to support what the big net, networks were doing. You don't know that you just, you just, you're just wondering why it took them so long. Yeah, they had no. I mean, I can. I'm sure someone from HBO Max saw the Dave Chappelle special, the same one that Netflix watched. Sure, but what I'm saying is, is that they're not in they're not in business with with Dave. They yeah. don't they don't have a partnership with Dave. Correct. So I can understand why they probably didn't do it the same time Netflix did. If I'm Netflix, I would I would make sure I'm first to pull it. Right, because you've got a business relationship with Chappelle. Right. I, I, I think just, it, I, in the in the world of business, I just think it's a good look for HBO Max if they pull it when when Netflix does because it could be a po- potential open door for something with Chappelle in the future. I, because just because Chappelle's I with Netflix doesn't mean he can't be with anyone else. I think it's still well, maybe the simple fact that you pulled it. You, you don't think that. Chappelle could be a little salty that it took took so long to get pulled? No, just you. What do you think about the fact that uh, 
Dave Chappelle asked for a boycott from Netflix and it was successful and Monique asked for the same thing and she was ignored. Ooh. Um come on, Walker, you gotta talk about this. He didn't ask to boycott Netflix. Cause even in the special, he didn't say that. He said just boycott, boycott the, the show. show. Okay. He never said Netflix. Because okay. again, it's a partnership. Right? So that throws out the Monique. Yeah. Part. But plus they're on two different levels. Like she don't have the kind of pool that a Dave Chappelle. You said it, not me. I just thought it was interesting, like they both had issue with Netflix. And people were quick to rally around Dave Chappelle. The more influential of the two. Yeah. And it could be Monique had and a that, more, and, uh, and let's be clear. Monique is talented. Yes, thank you. Let's not get it twisted. This is why I need you here to say she stuff. She does like not that. get it twisted, but Dave Chappelle is hot right now. Hot. He he's when he again, obviously when he wants something done, it gets done. Gets done. Well, plus they have two different approaches. She was more, I would say, abrasive in her approach. Sure, but she was trying to get a foot in the door. Like Dave is in there. Like he got his feet propped up. They feeding him grapes, bringing him juicy juice. Like With he's fans. palm fans. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And she just knocking on the door. Yeah, I don't even know she's knocking on the door. She's like at the gate. They simulated the Corona commercial. He's in Playa <laughs> talking to Snoop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. no, he's 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 good. Like it, the, the yeah, it's apples and oranges. It's not even the same situation in my opinion. Yeah, they're not on the same level. You said it, not me. You can agree, and I do. So, your go, Dwayne Carter, aka Lil Wayne, as you people call him, reportedly sells masters to Universal for a hundred plus million dollars. Discuss the trash. His masters. You have to discuss if you want to know that. Oh, I love what I just did there, Black. <laughs> Guess we ain't discussing it, trash. Whoa! I love okay. when I throw you curveballs. I love it when I throw you curveballs. That was a good feeling, though. It was a good feeling. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, from my optics, I've backed you into a corner. <laughs> Even though you're not. And then I remove the corner. Right. I mean, because physically you're close to that corner. Gotcha. Um, no, we can trash it. Unless you want to hear about what he sold. Um, why would he do that? That's And that's what I want to talk about. Should you choose to discuss let's, it? Let's discuss this. Okay. Why would he do that? So um, these these masters include, and it was, it was unnamed which of Lil Wayne's material it uh, includes, but there is some, okay? But it also includes music from Young Money artist Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Tyga. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize, and this is my Drake standhood coming out or not coming out, um, but everything prior to Scorpion was on Young Money. Yeah. Scorpion was exclusively OVO. I did not realize that. I thought Drake was still under contract with Young Money. I didn't realize Scorpion was his one album that okay. post Young Money or whatever. So you got to think of all those Drake hits that precede that. He sold that for a hundred million. It was a hundred plus million according to the article. What does that mean? A hundred and one hundred <laughs> could be a hundred million in one cent, right? But, like, what does that mean? Well, well you it, it's well, it's not two hundred million. We know that much. Um, but yeah, he sold it back to Universal, not back to Universal. Sold it to Universal. Why did he do it? Uh, he didn't mention that. The transaction took place back in June, actually, though. 
And there was a lawsuit that came right after this, which is why we're only hearing about it now because that lawsuit's since been resolved. I could find no details on the lawsuit. Uh, I don't know if Nikki's involved. Nikki, I, I know Drake's how, involved. I wonder how Nikki and feel. Let's talk about that, Walker. Because Nikki and Drake. The, the, the elephant in the room is if you're an artist in this arena, you want to try everything you can to own your master so you can financially benefit from it, right? And if you're selling those, if you're selling their masters, do they get a share in this sale? That's a good question. That's a really good, I didn't think about that. And that's probably where this lawsuit could be stemming from. Maybe. But if you're if you're Drake, Nikki's camp, I have to assume you're involved in this lawsuit because you're like, hold on now. <laughs> this impacts me because I get a cut of this. But. So Young Money's over. Yeah, Young Money's pretty much terminated in my in my opinion. Has to be because think about it. Drake has, no Drake has moved on. Nikki, according to reports, is still signed to Young Money right now. Tyga, we don't really know. <laughs> wow, a hundred million is that not bargain basement? A hundred million dollars, Walker. Here's the thing. I'm trying fifty to cents. <laughs> I tried to I tried to think of this like what would <laughs> outside of uh, too much codeine what would possess this young man to want to do this and I couldn't I couldn't get anything I could not get anything so I want to ask you like put that cap on if you can and like give me some reasons why you would sell all your masters back for some classic material and by classic I mean anything Drake did we don't know what was we don't know what was part of his masters that was included in Wayne, this. yeah, those were those were undisclosed. But we do know all young money stuff it's was already in it's already You know what will make this criminal if the best of his masters or best best of his stuff music, yeah. didn't wasn't included in the sale, but you sell off Drake's and, and Nicky's. That's criminal. See, you're bringing up speculation of what could have potentially been in the lawsuit. That's nuts. That is nuts. A hundred million? hundred mil. You know how many number one, you know how many hits Drake has had? I mean, it's hard for me to do this, but Nikki, Nikki was in there too. No, Nikki. no, no, no. Just Drake alone yeah. is what I'm saying. So many charges. I'm not offers. discounting what Nikki, of course, she's had an incredible run, historic run even. Just, just, just talk about Drake alone. You're saying his catalog alone, prior to Scorpion, is a hundred million. That doesn't add up. You know, it doesn't add up to me. Wow. But I just could not find any rhyme or reason of why this made sense. <sighs> I, I mean, one could assume you know Wayne may be strapped for cash. I don't know. This seems like a, like a desperate move when you're down and out, maybe. But I don't think Wayne is anywhere close to that. But I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, we'll find out in the Netflix documentary. In what it'd be interesting to see is 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 all the love that they've had towards Wayne. I wonder is that going to continue? Well, I would think so. We'll see. Nick, Nicki Minaj has, has not been one to mince words when she falls out with somebody. True, but Drake. I mean, Drake's got Wayne tatted on him. You know, so like you get those removed. True, especially when you're at Drake level. But the I, Drake's approach to Lil Wayne, I think is a little different it comes with more of a heart of gratitude of dude you gave me a shot when no one else would okay we'll see i don't know if you sour that over something like this drake's drake's gonna make that gatry 
what I've learned about artists like in Drake's, they always have this plan to one day come back and get their masters. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be a goal of any artist. This has got to make that a little bit more difficult for him, which I would assume would infuriate him. True. Because whenever he circles back to Universal. And they got it on the they got it on a discount. They got it. Dude, that is bargain basement. That's clearance. Right? So, you know, they're going to make it tough on him. You had a better chance of getting working something out with Wayne or, you know, there you go. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, Disturbing. Oh, well, um, no. What's this guy's name? He's got something. Now, I was going to say that, you know, Taylor Swift had a situation where her masters were sold for 300 million. Yeah. And she was pissed. 300 million. That's, that's cheap for Tay Tay. That's our so, first so, six albums. Oh my goodness! And I don't even listen to Swift like that, but we we know you we can to her a little bit. Yeah, of course. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> she dropped an album recently. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, but we know three hundred mil for Taylor Swift stuff. She was livid. Yeah, that's how the music industry work. Like that happens in the music music they industry. People to do this. That happens though, right? Yeah, that happens. But because you get into these contracts that say but, certain things, but especially when you have acquisitions, people acquire and they sell off. Like that happens in music in the music industry. Sure, this is a little different though, in my opinion, with Wayne and Young Money. This is a little different because he was always in possession of this. Right. And you just Which sold. is unique. Because right. most times and artists you sell are it not. for that. This is that's this is a little different. This is a little different. Like again, if 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 Drake takes the high road, the respect I will have Aww. for him taking that high road oh, on that girl. regard. No, fam. No. Don't forget this, about the landscape of your faith, Walker. There you go. Breathe through it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the landscape of your faith. What does that even mean? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <That sounded> good. <laughs> but no, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how it's, that plays it's out. It's money. Drake's gonna make more money. That's not the question. That's not the issue. Again, I know he's gonna want his masters one day. True. And it's just it's just one more it's one more hurdle he has to jump over now that it's in the hands of people who got it for a bargain and know how much it's worth. Right. Anyway. Disturbing. Um, I was going to mention this, but I'm going to hold off on it. What else you got? Oh, I just got um, Sweet Home on the Plains. What you got? So Auburn football fired my second favorite Auburn coach of all time. Who was your first? Gene Chizik. Okay. Still think he, y'all gave him a raw deal. Um, Gus Malzahn got fired on Sunday. Discuss the trash. Discuss. Walker, we're almost a week removed from this, so I'm not gonna ask how you feel about it. I know you're excited about it. Let let's just take a minute and speculate. Who are y'all gonna get? You're interviewing Sark. I saw that today. I feel a way about that. Um Freeze is I, I think I think what y'all are doing from a media perspective is you're remaining quiet, which I respect that. But you're dangling freeze out there for everyone else to freak out about. But back here, you're working on something else. Now you're close to the situation than I am. Give me your thoughts. Just your thoughts. I'm not. I'm not nailing you to anything. Yeah, I am. You can't. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Um, I'm a little disappointed in what I am hearing because I think the plan. And we talked. We actually put out a video today about this on the World Report. Okay. Um. One of my buddies thinks that 
and actually I do too. The going forward plan is somehow involves Kevin Steele. Okay. Either as head coach or defensive coordinator. Okay. And so what what I'm what I believe is that Kevin Steele, what the powers that be, I'm just gonna refer to them as I actually have a nickname for them. I'm calling I'm calling them the Steelers. But the Steelers believe for Kevin Steele. What the Steelers believe is because you look real confused. I was. What the Steelers believe is that, and they're not completely wrong in this, but it's like their cherry pick. They don't feel as that this situation at Auburn needs to be completely rebuilt from the ground up. They don't look at it as a destroy rebuild, right? So they're cherry picking and taking from the Malzahn regime the parts that worked the defensive side of the ball, if you will, right? Which is Kevin Steele. So one plan involves making him the head coach and then him getting an offensive coordinator that would excite fans. Like a Sark. No, 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 no. I don't think Sark is gonna make a lateral move to go to Auburn. Ah, touche, okay. Right, that, so if Kevin Steele is hired, I think Sark stays put, which is why I've been hearing that one of the more trending hashtags coming out of Tuscaloosa is, Higher, uh, higher steel. <laughs> Hashtag higher steel. Right, because we want to keep Sark as long as we can. We want to keep Sark, right? So, I mean, Sark's probably going to leave it in the season anyway. To take a head coaching job, but he's right. not going to make a lateral move True. to Auburn. He's just not. So you got to get somebody else. Maybe a Kevin Sumlin. Maybe hmm. you know what I mean. These are these are ideas that I'm that I'm hearing now. There's way if, too many Kevins on coaching staff. If <laughs> just two. <laughs> um, if 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 Sark interviews and it goes well and Auburn hires him here's here's how Sark gets hired in my opinion because you got to remember Kevin Steele is the highest paid assistant in the country I did not know that before now he's making 2.5 million and they're paying that through I think he's I think he's displayed that he's worth that well what my point is is that if you liked him if that was the part about the Malzahn era that you liked and you still have him on the books through 2022 then the idea is to somehow formulate a plan where you're still, you don't have to pay him and then pay a new coordinator. Pay a coordinator less. Okay. See what I'm saying? I'm with you. So now, this is how Sark gets hired. This may already happen by the time this gets released probably, but if, if Sark gets hired, it's because in my opinion, Sark agrees to keep Kevin still on as defensive coordinator. If Sark says says I want to bring on my own DC, he's probably out. This is my speculation here. Okay. Now, as Auburn fans, of course, we don't want to see Kevin Steele get hired as head coach. That's not what you want. Okay. So, again, I had listened. I think on the we did a Malzahn show on Sunday, and right after he had got it was announced he was fired, and I mentioned a few names, but. The people like Hugh Freeze, I don't. Hugh Freeze is not getting hired. He's not coming to Auburn. It's SEC's not happening. Not let it, yeah, the SEC is not going to let it happen. Um, and if they do let it happen, I mean, you are, we already have um, Bruce Pearl at Auburn, who is under some. Well, he's in a situation right now. Right, but was, that wasn't necessarily his fault. More on that later. Okay. okay. Um, but of course, him being the basketball coach, it 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 rains on him. Sure. So. You got Bruce Pearl and NCAA looking into that. You bring in Freeze. 
you just the NCAA might as well they might as well just build an office for the NCAA to At be down point, there, yeah. right? Yeah. And so again, do you want that attention coming with Hugh Freeze? Um, in terms of him being able to produce, he's done it everywhere he's been, so it, it makes him an obvious candidate for any school that's looking for a coach. But I just don't think Auburn wants. There are some people who just don't want him, but for whatever reason, there are there are people with the with the paychecks with the with the checkbook. They love Steele. Okay. They love Steele. Huh. And the plan moving forward in some capacity is to keep Steele on, Steel on the staff, whether it's head coach or D.C. Right. Depending on what Sark wants, it determines whether or not he gets the job. Gotcha. Okay. So that's my opinion. Hmm. Who do you want? Um, My guy, the guy that I wanted actually signed an extension yesterday, I think. Or he agreed to an extension with Oregon. Crystal Ball. Yes. I would not have guessed that. Who you would have guessed? You know, honestly, I honestly didn't have a guess, but I never would have guessed Crystal Ball would have been your pick. Yes, he was my pick. Okay, and I like Hugh Freeze, but I just knew He's Auburn too, didn't didn't want that too touchy situation. Though. Yeah, too touchy of a situation. Yeah, um, Crystal Ball is just makes a lot ton of sense. Gotcha, ton of sense. And I listed I listed my reasons why on the World Report, but okay. yeah, that was that was the was guy recruiting I wanted. Pipeline, one of the reasons. That was one, but he's also an offensive line coach, which could have fixed our issues on the offensive line. Um, Our our line when he was at Bama was... Mean. Mean. So, and he knows how to go get them. He he wants to smoke on the recruiting trail. So, it's not like he's he's afraid of that. He wants to compete. He also, I mean, again, he, we've we've seen what he's done to the Oregon program. They were actually... not used this season, though. Yeah. So here's the deal with that. Here's the deal with that. I don't think you know what happened up, up at Oregon, right? Well, the, one of the things that we do at the World Report, we trash, we go out of our way to trash the Pac-12. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> here's why they're so trash is, of course, they decided that they were not going to play football, right? Along yeah. with the big, the big 10. Right. So they start seeing the SEC uh, do their thing and a few other schools and they say, you know what? Let's give it a go. So here's the problem with that. Here's how this hurt Oregon. They already lost the NFL star. Justin QB, Herbert. Justin yeah. Herbert. Right. But they had also, after that announcement, they had guys who were going to be key contributors this season. They went and got agents. Because if, we're no, if there's no season. Is Thibodeau one of those? I don't know. Okay. But if they're like, if, if there's no season, then I might as well start getting ready for the NFL draft. Right? So, once... The Pac-12 reneged and said, "You know what? We are going to have, we are going to play. These guys are ineligible. They're now ineligible. Contact with agent. So you're shorthanded. So your talent pool. You're shorthanded. It takes a hit. Okay, I did not know that. Yes. So All that right. was one of the reasons. And I felt like Auburn could have gotten him, but again, the Pac-12 sucks. So Washington was supposed to play USC right now. They're playing tonight. Okay. For the uh, conference championship. You, do you y'all know about this? Do you? Yeah, dude. We got a clip from the game coming in. That was a live feed, Walker. Why do you look at me with such disgust? Brought to you by DC Comics. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no. About to get this side, Mike. <laughs> Washington had a COVID outbreak. Yeah. And and typically you would just cancel the game or postpone it if there's a COVID outbreak. Right. Not the Pac-12. Well, there's playoff implications here, so you got to play it. Yeah. (laughs) Tell them what happens next as far as rich. Hey, Washington, since you can't play, 
Are you okay with Oregon, <laughs> the team that's behind you in the conference standings? You know what I want. Washington goes, yeah. Because <laughs> after all, if they win it, they'll just give us the trophy, right? That's how that works, right? You know, I want SEC Shorts to do some type of rendition of that because that was a script. You just gave it to <laughs> Oh, my goodness, me. Oh, yeah, that so that's so, so that's how that's Oregon so is now playing right. for the conference championship. You mean getting I've, drubbed right now for the conference? What's championship? the score? I don't know. You want me to get to Lafayette again? Uh, no, don't do that. Don't okay. do that. That's not necessary. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that so if if Auburn really wanted him, regardless, I think they could have gotten him. You don't hear anywhere, even though his name was coming up, you just hear about Oregon working to create a, a contract for him. You don't hear anything about Auburn coming up. Right. Which kudos to Crystal Ball's uh, agent, agent for doing that because yeah. that's what you're supposed to do exactly. for you guy. So, yeah, it, it was it was a genius idea. I don't even think and I'm not saving saying this to save face. I just don't think Auburn really went after him at all. And that's what pisses me I off. That speculation came from though cuz he was one of the early names that I heard. Well, fans, okay. fans talk about it, yeah. people who cover the team, they start, you know, they, again, the, the thing is to start coming up with names. We did it at the World Report reasonable like, names. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you start coming up with reasonable names. And so that's how that happened. That's how that happened. I just don't think they went after him cuz I think they could have gotten him. Gotcha. Um when and, are we going to hear some Walker? Because this is kind of long in SEC, on the SEC timeline. You t- you're talking about National Signing Day was early this week. I think you'll probably hear something. I'd be surprised if it goes past next week. Okay. Because Sark interviews on Sunday. Oh, and if that goes well. Yeah, that it was announced today that he's, he's interviewing. It makes Sunday. sense to interview after the game. Right. Okay. So if he interviews for it on Sunday and it goes well, you could probably see something happening or being announced early next week. Um, I encourage everyone listening to tune in after that because if Sark is named coach for your program, I will be barfing live on the tipping point. Okay, that would make me. Sick. You want to do? A, you want to do a live? Yes, um, it would make me sick to my core. Why are y'all so? Why are y'all so? Uh, why would I be so tore up about that? You can't take one of ours and then not not in our backyard. Okay, Georgia did. That took Kirk. George is not our backyard. Okay, fine. They're down the street. Fine, go down the street. Okay, but you come. You, you gonna come? You gonna leave? You gonna you gonna leave? Living room? Were we watching TV in 4K? We got grapes being tossed in your mouth, right? And then you gonna go in the backyard? And you gonna try to do something in the backyard? And we supposed to be cool with that? We got Lovecraft Country on 4K. You sitting here watching it. Mm-hmm. We got surround sound. Mm-hmm. You yeah. ain't lifted a finger. Okay. But you're going to go in the backyard. Oregon Ducks up 14 to 7. You're not telling the truth. That could be anything. That could be basketball for all we know. <laughs> go ahead, Walker. No, but so that, that's why I'm, that's why I would be salty about this. I'm preparing. It's gonna be a bad week for you next week, huh? Potentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of tears. It could be weird. Well, that's that's every week. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, just you just direct it right. towards yeah. But anyway, like it could be bad. It could. 
Okay. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I just I, I felt like if in one of the things that I said is that Steel is not a long term solution. So I don't know why you're considering him because Steel is 62 years old. Like he's nearing oh, retirement. That old. Yeah. Okay. Like like why? Well, here's the thing, Walker. There's nobody out there. I don't is, agree with that. Okay. I don't agree with that. Right. I don't. Reason why I don't is because it's not an exact science. It's not an exact science when you're when you're selecting coaches. Very few people you can grab and know for sure that they will turn your program around. Mm. Very few people like that that you know off rip just by their name recognition. Right. Right. I'm not I don't care about winning a press conference. I really don't. I just want someone that I've seen they have the acumen, they have the resume. I've seen where you've learned how to run a team. Like Crystal Ball was an assistant head coach under Nick Saban, and he's going to Oregon and is about to potentially win his second straight conference championship relax. after being there three years. Relax. I said potentially. What am I got to relax for? You're turning up, and I just want you to really. No, what I'm saying is this guy, I've again, who was there before Crystal Ball? Think about it. Don't do that. You Answer the question. Seriously. Oh, dude, was Chip there before? No. Oh. Not right before Crystal Ball. I really have no idea. I have no clue who coached Oregon before Crystal Ball. He went to Florida State afterwards. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. Tag was there for like a season and a half. He was, okay. He that, was doesn't there. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That does not count. They went seven to seven. And it definitely doesn't count. Why doesn't count? Because he wasn't there. Okay. At this point, Crystal Ball's been there longer than Tag ever was. Okay, sure. You know who's before him? I, I like Taggart. So let's let's be easy with this conversation, okay? Why? I like Taggart. Uh, me too. This is not a slap on him. Oh, okay. I'm just saying what the program I'm was. So defensive. But I'm supposed to relax. So <laughs> what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that what I'm saying is that he took the program and is start slowly putting them in the conversation. To potentially be a playoff contender. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. That's all I'm saying. And right. they were out of that conversation because I think I can't think of can you look up who replaced uh Chip Kelly at Oregon? Mark Helfrich or something like that? Helfrich. That's... Helfrich. Helfrich. And and the and they were on a decline, gradual decline, then they just fell off and they and they canned them. Right. I think they had a losing record his last season or something like that. Phil then Knight's they, not going for that. Then they, they came eight. Four, there you go. And then they went seven to seven. Crystal ball came in. The rest is history. Right. So that's all I'm saying. We're I'm, I've seen you do it. It doesn't have to be in the SEC, but I'm, I've seen you do it in a in a P5 Power Five school. So that's all. Okay. That's what that's what would make that hire sexy. But I don't think Crystal Ball would keep Steel, and uh -huh. I think they're looking for someone that they could potentially get to retain Steel. Okay. So I think that's what the plan, and I hate it, but whatever. Okay. Well, thanks for your thoughts on that. No problem. That's what I'm here for. I do um, a podcast with you. Remember? Shout outs and player of the week. Would you like to go first? Of course. Okay. Thank you for offering. Walker, I'm going to shout out the Major League Baseball Association. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. The MLB is retrospectively elevating Negro League to Major League status. So Walker, we're talking close to 4,000 players here that were black and Latino that date back to, let's see, as early as 1920, when they were not recognized as professional Major League Baseball players 
now being included in the conversation in terms of stats, games, scores, everything that can pull up uh, in terms of information and data. Some being fed from our very own Negro League Baseball Museum right here in Birmingham. Um, so, Walker, the reason why I'm shouting this out is because you and I, you and I have heard growing up about the legends, the uh, the Josh Gibsons, the Oscar Charlesons, and the elite Satchel Page. Absolutely. What's going to be great about this, Walker, is you'll start to see some of their greatness in the stat book. They're officially part of the conversation when put up against these other Major League Baseball players. Okay. So um, I like this just because it makes people like Satchel Page no longer a myth. Right. Right. So uh, I thought it was interesting to note as well, black representation in MLB currently accounts for 8%, 8%, excuse me, versus slightly under 20% back in the 80s. So black representation in MLB is declining. MLB officially put on record by saying this is a move that was made in attempts to bring more black people to the sport. I don't think this one move will do it, but this is definitely a move in the right direction. And I'm here for it. Dope. So my shout out goes to one Robert Rameek Williams, known affectionately in our community as Meek, Meek Mill. Mill. He's teaming up with Michael Rubin to actually launch a scholarship fund that will provide financial support for underdeserved children in the Philadelphia area. So the $2 million fund, and this is of course courtesy of News One, the $2 million fund, which is a collaborative effort, will assist over 1,000 students who live in low-income households. The scholarship aims to eliminate socioeconomic barriers that stand in the way of accessibility to education by covering tuition costs for students attending private schools. Williams and Rubin are also aiming to bridge the digital divide by equipping children with tech tools needed at home, needed for at home learning amid the pandemic. Um, so just want to shout out him to me. You know, we see rappers do put put the money stacks stunt with money. But to me, this is the real stunt giving back to your community and providing opportunities for kids who otherwise wouldn't have access to that opportunity. So I want to shout out meek mill and also michael rubin for giving back to the community so who played themselves walker uh this this uh player of the week was brought to you by black um for pro providing this list on this uh very interesting article i'll bring it to you sage Steele. i know we talked about kevin Steele earlier there's no relation here walker because i know you like to mend the fence and tie genetic uh last names to each other i totally made that up and it sounded terrible oh uh, glad you realize that <laughs> go ahead so this week espn made the announcement that sage Steele, who was on the primetime edition of a sports center, their flagship program or flagship show, I should say, uh, is being moved to another uh, instance of sports center, the noon variety, which no one watches. Uh, so, Walker, you're looking at me and your physical appearance asks the question Why? So, Sage Steel Walker. Hold on. I'm asking for the, the listeners. I can already guess why, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, Sage Steele snitched, and I'm putting this in my words, 
Back in July, Sage went to the Wall Street Journal. She talked a lot. She talked a lot about her black colleagues in particular. Um, one, what's her name, Black? Is it L? L. Duncan? Oh, yeah. L. Duncan. Lord have mercy. Um, so. Well, you love her name? Yes. I mean, it's just the way it rolls off the tongue. I pre- I, I figured that's what that emotion yes, was for. Yes, of course. Yeah, has nothing to do with how she looks. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, L. Duncan and a host of other black uh, ESPN employees. <laughs> Journalists. Journalists were invited to uh, host the show Time for Change, We Won't Be Defeated, an ESPN special that dealt with essentially with the black experience in sports. Right in the middle of all what's going on. Yes. Continue. So, uh, of course, Sage goes with to the, George Floyd. And the yes. Whole yes. This was yeah. ESPN's. Hey, we're woke moment. Uh, so accurate. So Sage goes. Sage gets all butthurt about it. And she goes, tells a Wall Street Journal, hey, they didn't include me. And they're saying these things to me, Walker. They're saying that I won't resonate with the black community. Okay. Do you think comments such as this is Republic? This is in a Wall Street Journal report. Um, do you think comments like that would enhance the careers of these others? Or do you think they were made to try to maybe deteriorate the careers of these others? Just in your opinion. Um, I don't think she had any good, you know, I think she, it was ill will behind it. True. Yeah. True. So of course, um, I, I just heard, I just heard a butthurt person, but go ahead. Well, yeah. So of course, L Duncan and Michael Eves, they were kind of, they, they were mentioned the most in uh Sage Steele's, uh, <laughs> butthurt story. They of course released statements saying, Hey, you know, <laughs> this is pretty bogus. We don't know where Sage is getting this stuff whatever like and it, it even says in this report that michael ease was so outraged that he almost wrecked his car and went talking about it okay um so here's the thing walker here's what we found out since sage Steele snitched to the wall street journal she's got a very uh <laughs> troubled history about making comments that don't necessarily augment the black community i didn't know about any of this until I read the article. Oh, Check this out, Walker. I've got, a, I've got a little list here. Go for it. In 2016, she attacked Tampa Bay Bucks receiver Mike Evans, who's black, for sitting during the national anthem. Okay? Mm-hmm. Publicly. She's gone on record with all these. How did, how did I miss these? I don't know. 2017, she complained about her flight being delayed due to a Trump immigration protest. That I was aware of. Okay. Uh, the same year, she told a crowd in Florida that the worst, and I quote, the worst racism I see comes from black people. And lastly, Walker, she has gone on the record countless times and defended NFL owners by not signing Kaepernick. Can I add one? Sure. She considers herself biracial and not black. Uh, this is a fact. Now. Nothing wrong with being biracial, but when you intentionally acknowledge yourself as biracial, in context of all these other things that you're talking about, it comes across to the black community as you denying the black part of you Correct. in order to be accepted by the dominant white society. Continue. See, black, you asked me before he gets here why I have him here. Exhibit A. Thank you, sir. Sure. Um, so, Walker. Once we culminate this little bit that we've said about Sage Steel, that's all public, that's all factual. 
Um, I, I don't believe that L. L. Duncan or Michael Eve said anything scathing about Sage Steel. I feel like in this case, she what is it? She dug her own grave. Is that is that the proper way to say it? Uh, um, I think you got it. Yeah. So when we hear Sage come to the Wall Street Journal and be concerned about the black audience being not being able to resonate with her, I look at these comments and actions that she's made, and I say, maybe it's the truth. My point here, Walker, is Sage, before you go and cry to the Wall Street Journal, oh, they hate me, you need to check yourself first. You didn't, so you got relegated to the noon edition of Sports Center, which we all know, Walker, no one watches. And the next step is you being escorted out of the building. <laughs> Sage, you idiots! Did you 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 have you forgotten that Sage was also doing um, NBA Countdown at one point? I did forget about that. She used to do that with Jalen Rose and a few other people. She got not to mention it. I remember she but, got yeah. removed from that like years back. Yeah, she's really digging her own grave, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So so let, let, let me let me say this. Do I believe that someone of color at ESPN has concerns about Sage resonating with the black audience? Sure. But in this case, I don't think it was L. Duncan or Michael Eaves. Probably. So, but, I, but I'm pretty sure L. Duncan and Michael Reeves don't even fool with her. So I'm pretty right. sure they were easy targets. Right. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, when you snitch, you just go after whatever. You go after what feels right. Can I say something sure. about that? Yeah. Is it possible that I can go after them because not only are they easy targets, but I can so I can make the black people look bad in front of mm. da, 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 da. Is it is could it also be that too? Now you're talking Walker. Okay. Could be. Could be. I don't know. But I don't you know, know either. I'm not, you know, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna tune into Sports Center at noon tomorrow and see what Sage is talking about. Yeah, you're probably not. <laughs> My guy of the week is Jarrell Williams. Do you know who Jarrell Williams I feel is? like I, sh I should know that. My spotty senses are telling me that I do know him. Seriously. This takes place. This takes place in Savannah, Georgia. This is probably going to tug. This is going to be kind of morbid and dark for you. Okay? So just, just what should try I do right now. Brace yourself. Like what you will be doing next week, all next week. Okay. So just start now. Too soon. So Williams is a football coach for nine year old league. And so during a game, during a game, one of the players, one of the kids went to the sideline and he is being recorded on video fussing at the kid. And then he, rams his hand back and strikes the kid kid has on a helmet but still he hits the kid once then hits the kid a, a second time and the kid falls to the ground okay and he make moves the kid over to the sideline okay this is going to be a really short player of the week but we can make quick light work of him he has since been banned from the league and apparently he he was a counselor in the Chatham County Sheriff's Office Detention Center. Man, he was don't a counselor. Do this. Okay. 
Um, he's also having charges brought up against him now as a result. And he issued an apology. I'm not going to go into the length of his apology, but it wasn't the best one. Um, I'm just going to highlight some of the things he says. He's apologizing for his actions about what took place. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to make any excuses for it. I did it pretty much the, the, what this, uh, according to ABC news is what they reported. Okay. So he's facing some charges. Let's see what these charges are. Yeah. Charges of child abuse. They'll oh, be filed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, man. Um, I've learned in life that you can only give people what you have in life. Right. So if I'm, if I, if I get to a place to where I forget where I am and I strike someone's child that isn't mine, you have to wonder what is it in your mind that takes you to that place to where you lose sight of all consciousness and awareness of where you are in the situation. Right. There has to be a lot of trauma and a lot of issues going on with him. And I'm pretty sure he's been introduced to that extent of trauma early on in his life. Now, this is not my attempt to feel sorry for him because I don't. My thing is, is that I feel that as black men, we cannot perpetuate this type of trauma to our young boys. We cannot. We have to break this generational curse. And I think that this guy has a decision to make. Is he going to be better or is he going to continue to perpetuate stuff like this? And for me, it's, of course, I know how you feel about it. I know how you love your boys, but I've seen how you love those kids all together. And so I applaud you for being a positive example and being nurturing to those kids. And at the end of the day, we can't lose sight of what the whole point of what he was trying to do was have fun with the kids. When you're full of trauma like that, you lose sight of things like that. And it's important that we get help. It's important that we talk to someone about our issues because we'll take what's supposed to be the most innocent thing and create turmoil from it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to call on Ren. I'm going to send him home, but I'm going to bring in Khaled. And Cal is going to let this guy know what he did. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's all I got, man. Man, so LeBron, this actually showed up on LeBron's IG stories. That's how I saw it. Right. LeBron was pretty animated about sure. uh, what he would do had he been there for that if it were his kid. Or even if it wasn't his kid. Um, Walker, right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. As a youth sports coach kids are gonna do stuff that cause you to scratch your head and may even make you a little angry maybe a little disappointed but it's kids it's It's not college it's not the nfl it's an amateur like these kids don't even know they're okay you you see it on a team that you have it don't matter what the team is it could be your team the team you're playing against there really is maybe one to two maybe three kids on average tops that really know what's going on for the whole game right like they only they're the only ones who care right the other kids are just out there hey i'm just running right oh we supposed to run back this way okay, <laughs> okay. like you know what i mean oh, like, we're supposed to shoot in that goal not right you saw some of that 
<laughs> right. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, why? What? How do you lose sight of the big picture? Right. Did you have fun? And again, I understand the competitive nature because I've seen you get caught up in it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> thanks, Walker. <laughs> end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't change anything. Y'all still will lose here and there. But what? Whatever. But what I'm saying is, is that you, at the end of the day, those kids had fun and they had fun with you. And that's what it's all about. As you as they get older, they'll they'll begin to hold that like again, they begin to focus on the, the competitive nature and, and what's at stake. Right. The stakes get higher as you get older. But for now, let them let them do something questionable and stupid. This kid you can you can look at your players and be like, you know what? This is probably as far as this kid is gonna go in this sport. Just and that's let, fine. Let them have his moment. Right. Let that's the kid fine. have let them have their moment. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. So again, but if I'm full of trauma, gonna, I'm not going to be able to see the, the full. Yeah. So again, again, not making excuses because I agree with LeBron. I don't know what I would have. I don't know if I really would black out, but it probably is a possibility I black out if that was my son right. that he hit like that. By the time I came to, yeah. I probably would have been on that field. Yeah. And my wife would just have to be mad with me about it you just would have to be mad i can do my boy that way no no i don't do him that way what right. gives you the exactly. right exactly so yeah so anyway good pod good pod uh black any closing thoughts sir no 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 what what are you oh. do what are you doing for the holidays or are you what are you no one cares <laughs> joking i'm joking i i can't get my jokes off but you can't kind <laughs> of racist are you guys walker's jokes are smoke are funny <laughs> Much more clever. Not more. Not any dad jokes. Back to you, Black. Uh, no special plans. No okay. special plans. Nah. No. No. No family. No. Nah. Uh, my mom's traveling to uh, North Carolina to visit my sister. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Merry Christmas to yeah. you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourself. You, you ain't got no. You ain't got no holiday, bay. Nah, not this year. Not this year. Nah. Well, you know. No, it's a down year, but it's it's all right. Yeah. Is it a down year? Pandemic, man, twenty twenty. It's rough out here. We need to talk about you and your pandemic experience. Um, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking. It's his show at this point. I'm just here. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, thanks for listening. We want you to also share this with one person who you know would enjoy the podcast. Also, guys, please. Like I said in the beginning, like and subscribe to our podcast. And please check us out on YouTube. We're out here. Uh, the THA Tipping Point. So please find us out there. I, we try to put content out there regularly. Have a wonderful, safe, and Merry Christmas. Because I think the next time you will hear us, it will be after the holiday. Is that? Is that, is that Really? What do you mean? That's not what we talked about on Sunday. We'll talk about that afterwards. Okay. I don't think we'll do anything before Christmas, though. I don't think so. Anyway, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. May we go in peace. Uh, guys, be safe. Enjoy your holiday weekend. As always, I'm Caesar Walker. He's Ronnie Gatry. We are the Tipping Point Podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.